You're listening to the Baby Sleep Answers Podcast, the podcast that answers all your baby sleep questions, but it's also just your friend in your ear here to let you know it's normal to struggle, it's normal to have anxiety, and it's normal to want to sleep more. Today's question is one of the most popular questions in baby sleep. It rules a lot of conversation. It rules a lot of arguments too. Is it bad to help a baby fall asleep? The reason it's so popular is because it's so natural for a lot of people to nurse their baby to sleep, rock their baby to sleep, even toddlers. It's just something that happens. And so people worry, am I ruining them? Am I spoiling them or whatever? And then there's a lot of people that are very vocal about never doing that. Never hold them to sleep. Don't You don't want to spoil their sleep. They're always going to ask for you. And so today I want to dig deep and first of all answer it quickly no it is not a bad thing to hold a baby to sleep but also really 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 dig deep and figure out why people say it's so bad and then see is it really something we should avoid is it something we should promote so let's go for it there's one popular research article um research what's it called that a lot of people like to quote when they're saying that you shouldn't hold your baby to sleep but it's It's as old as I am, actually. It's from 1991, and it was a total of 122 mothers who completed a questionnaire with closed-ended forced-choice questions about their infant sleep behavior. They also talked about demographic and psychosocial characteristics and stuff. Um, But because of this survey that 122 mothers filled out, they came up with some stats saying that... Um, infants whose parents were present at bedtime were significantly more likely to wake at night than infants whose parents were not present. Frequent night waking, seven or more wakings in the prior week, occurred in 28% of that sample. More of the infants whose parents were present experienced frequent night waking compared with infants whose parents were not present. When potential confounding variables were controlled by multivariate analysis, parents being present when the child went to sleep was independently associated with night waking. What that basically means is they went through the survey and they got rid of all the outliers and they concluded, yes, according to 122 surveys that these mothers filled out, it looks like babies who are helped to fall asleep wake up a lot more than babies who are not helped to fall asleep. So just looking at that study, you might say, okay, we know what we're doing. That was a clap. Um, we are not going to help baby to sleep because we don't want them to have a lot of frequent night wake. Frequent. Why is that word so hard for me? <laughs> frequent night waking. I have edited myself out saying frequent already like 10 times. I'm just going to keep it here. Frequent, frequent, whatever. Um, we're going to say, you know what? I don't want frequent night waking, so I am not going to help my baby to sleep because of that study. But what that study, and there's just so much nuance in sleep, and that's my thing, right? I, I find the nuance in sleep. What people don't usually quote about this article is one of the things in their abstract that says um, 40% of the babies who were held with parent at falling asleep time, uh, my brain is blinking right now, but it says that 40% of those had frequent night wakings versus only 22% of those whose parents were not present. And so that tells you, you know, 22% is not a huge number, like 40% is, I guess. But to me, uh, 22% of, I don't know, 100 or so kids is a lot of babies still waking up even if their mom is not right next to them, if their parent is not right next to them. So that tells me a couple things. 
first we have to figure out why. Why is it that more technically babies who are helped to sleep at night wake up more often? And two, why are we assuming that just not having parents at bedtime is going to fix everything when there is, you know, a big chunk of babies who still wake up frequently at night and don't have parents by them at night. So again, let's dig deep. This introduction is a lot longer than I thought it was. Hopefully me reading those studies kind of lulled you to sleep if you were just listening to this while you nurse or helped you kind of zone out a little bit. But here are five reasons why. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let me just go into I wonder, do you think I kind of like write all these out and script it out? Because I really don't. I just kind of brain dump on this podcast. That's part of what this podcast is. Okay, let's get to it. So I stop blabbing on. There is, you know, irrefutable science. If you wake up after falling asleep somewhere, your body is going to look to make sure that that environment is the same. It's part of our survival instincts. Is basically, it, it has to do with your prior proprioception. It's your body's awareness. Uh, this, this sense of self-movement, force, and body position, right? So let's say you fall asleep all snuggled up next to your husband, and then you wake up on the floor, or just frankly, you wake up in a crib, you're going to kind of freak out and be like, okay, what happened? <laughs> Get me back to my comfy position. And so that's what can happen to babies. They fall asleep nursing. They wake up at night because everybody wakes up at night um, briefly. We all have sleep cycles. And they wonder, okay, where did my sleep serum go? I know I know it was here, <laughs> and now it's not, so I'm going to call out for it. Obviously, they can't talk about it, so they just cry out for it. Mom comes back, nurses baby, he goes back to sleep. Okay, that's good. So that can happen when a baby is nursed, held, rocked to sleep, right? Some babies don't have a sense that strongly developed until six months, so that's why some babies sleep just fine. They're able to be nursed and sleep all night. And then around six months, they start waking up a lot. And mom's like, what do we do? And so they sleep train. Baby starts falling asleep in the crib by themselves. Bam, bam. When they wake up, they're still in the crib and they go back to sleep. Right? So that's why a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, don't do what I did. <laughs> don't rock your baby to sleep and then get to four or six months and wake up a ton of times because they're asking for that same thing. And that makes sense, right? Nobody wants anyone else to suffer. So that's where a lot of people come from. But the thing is, that doesn't always happen. A baby might not care that much that they're nursed to sleep. They might wake up in their crib and be like, okay, cool. I still feel, you know, my sheets that I know I still feel, I still see that it's dark or don't see anything because it's dark and they go right back to sleep. That might, it might happen. Right, so it's not like just because you nurse your, your baby to sleep for so often that they will never ever be able to sleep through the night. Again, we can't refute science where that could happen, but it doesn't mean it's a promise. And another thing about that, even if that were to happen, even if you know you nurse your baby to sleep, they sleep through the night, and then one time um, they stop sleeping through the night because they become more aware of their of their surroundings, they want you more. Uh, this happens a lot during the four-month sleep regression, specifically when their sleep changes from newborn sleep to infant sleep, which is closer to adult sleep of having those cycles. You might not mind, you know. I actually didn't mind <laughs> with my third baby because I kind of felt like she might be my last baby, but who knows? Only only God knows. Um, you might not mind that they're waking up every two hours and that you're nursing them back to sleep. And that might by itself stretch out to three hours, might stretch by itself to four hours so if you don't mind being there with your baby all night if it happens then that's okay you don't have to worry about it 
Now, I do want to say, I have talked to a lot of nutritionists, I've talked to a lot of baby experts, and, you know, feeding them that often into seven, eight, nine, ten months can be detrimental to their tummies, to their digestive system. But again, we will, I will have an expert talk about that. I'm not going to dig deep into that myself. Now, another thing that can happen when you hold your baby to sleep, especially for naps, is that you might not be able to figure out their correct schedule. Because let's say, I always use a road trip analogy because I love sleeping on road trips. <laughs> Poor Joe just kind of drives and I sleep. We listen to uh, This American Life and then, oh man, we haven't done that in forever. But anyways, I just always have good memories of that, of listening to This American Life, Joe's driving, perfect weather and I fall asleep. I could fall asleep at any point in that car ride, right? Even if it's 12 p.m., if it's 3 p.m., 4 p.m., it doesn't matter. My push to sleep doesn't have to be there because I'm so comfortable. I'm so lulled to sleep. And so that happens to a lot of babies. When they're nursed to sleep, they just fall asleep, even if it's not the perfect time for them to sleep, even if it's not the time that's going to, you know, optimize their night's sleep. And so that can happen. Moms are like, well, they fall asleep real quick when I'm nursing them, so it must be their nap time, but sometimes it isn't, and sometimes it really messes with their sleep, and so something crucial there is to figure out the right wake window, only nurse them to sleep at the right wake window, and that way we can optimize sleep even while nursing to sleep. Sometimes, I mean, I've worked with a lot of people, we have to let go of nursing to for naps so that we can find the right schedule, and then you know, I always tell them, you don't have to right now. If you're not ready for it, don't do it. But if you want to, this is a good time to do it. Um, just rock them to sleep a little less. And then we can find their wake windows. Their night sleep gets a lot better. And then we go on our way. I'm getting some calls in um, wondering why my voice sounds like this. It's because I am sick once more. And no, I'm not actually getting calls. But anyways, so to answer the question, no, it is not bad to help your baby fall asleep, but you do have to be aware of the science behind sleep. You have to be aware that the fact that you are there at night might mean they call for you at night more often. But it's just, it just baffles me <laughs> when, you know, this has come to the point where we're scaring newborn moms at two weeks, three weeks, and they don't want to nurse their baby to fall asleep because they're afraid that they will never ever sleep. That is just not the case. And then something else I want to remind everybody is you could eventually create an unsustainable habit of nursing to sleep, of having all your naps being nursed to sleep, of baby waking up a ton looking for that nursing to sleep or holding to sleep or bottle to feed. I don't mean to leave out the bottle feeders. Um, you could have that unsustainable habit, right? But it is not the end of the world if you do. There are always solutions. I do, I mean, I have a whole course that teaches you how to let go of unsustainable habits at your own pace, working at your own comfort level. Those do exist. You know, before it used to be, if you don't do drowsy but awake newborns, you're going to have to do crying out when they're older and it's miserable and there's no way around it. That's not the case anymore. There are a lot, a lot of solutions to an unsustainable habit mainly just replacing it with sustainable habits, right? People ask me, is it bad that they have white noise on all night? Is that a bad habit? Is it a habit that works for you? That's sustainable. So to finally wrap up and answer the question in just one sentence, no, it is not bad, but it depends on you, your family, and your goals, whether you want to help baby fall asleep or whether you want to help them learn 
that they can fall asleep on their own. If you want to read that study that I talked about and basically read out loud of the abstract, I have linked it below. Also, make sure you go to babysleepanswers.com slash podcast to sign up for your monthly tips for your baby's sleep according to their age. And be sure to check me out on Instagram if you haven't already, Baby Sleep Answers. I hope you have the best sleep.